Hey up, how do and welcome to our third instalment today of Loose Lips. I'm Ben Random and if you're new to this, what it is, Loose Lips is a chat show celebrating everything that is good vibes. It's a good vibes only chat show. So if you're wanting to get stuck into our back catalogue, what you need to do is go onto YouTube and put in Pop Cult Chic. If you go on there and you can find all our previous chats. We're about to be chatting with a gent called Luke. He's in the group. That rhymed. Luke's in the group, yeah? So let's link and see what we've got to chat about. Yes, lad, how are you? I'm there, mate. I'm good, mate. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Quality, quality. You've got a good bit of knitwear there. So let me oh, I think my connection's can you, can you gone. Can me, brother? One sec, sorry. No problem. Let's wait for his connection to come back. Then we'll compliment him on his knitwear. Also, anyone who's joining the group, thank you firstly. And if you've got any questions throughout, feel free to put them in the comments. And if we're able to put them into the chat, I'll happily do so. How are you doing now, brother? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Clear and well, mate. All good. Good Sorry man, about good that. Man. No, it's all good. I was just uh, complimenting you on your knitwear. Oh, mate, I haven't uh, stepped out of this since lockdown, so <laughs> I have washed it a couple of times. Though, so. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been finding it? Um, first two or three weeks were like we're all right, but um, I'm on I'm on my own, so it's a little bit weird now. Uh, gets a little bit, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm lucky. I've got what I, all I need. You know what I mean? And um, I'm I've got my workspace, so. Um, I've got my studio, so I can I can make as much art as I want to do and write as much music as I want to do. And um, so yeah, I'm doing all right, doing all right. Just trying to um, see the light at the end of the tunnel now, isn't it? I think. I agree. I agree, man. Yeah. I think uh, from what I've been sort of saying to people, I, I pose the question: Is it pause or is it reset? And I think if it's pause, I don't think we've really uh grasp the gravity of what we're going through whereas if it's mm. reset then i do think that there's a lot of things how we how society has been that should fundamentally change when lockdown's lifted definitely i think like it's given you know a lot of people the opportunity to to reflect and have a bit of time to themselves and kind of realize what we're all grateful for and and all that kind of thing so it's it's, it's important i think just to kind of try and yeah, to try and reflect as much as possible, really, and trying to, to trying to, you know, realise who who are the most important and in, in our lives and all that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, trying to have a positive spin on it is the most important way I think to go about it. Definitely, definitely, I can see you've got an easel in background. I only knew the word easel about three weeks ago. <laughs> I, I was like, what is this word? I was like, what is this? Easel? Easel? Yeah. Like, oh, is that what that is? I didn't know what yeah. it was. Well, I can see you in the background. <laughs> Just a big wooden block to uh, hang, your, hang your work on. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, man. So I'm just doing... It's a cool world. It's a proper cool world. Yeah, man, it's great. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm loving it. Like, I've been doing it about four or five years now. Um and yeah, it's the best thing, best thing ever. So I'm, I'm really involved in it. It's great. What made you step into it? It's a weird one, really. Like, 
funnily enough, like my academic art route kind of stopped at GCSE level. My, my GCSE teacher told me to, to not take it at, um, at A level. So <laughs> inspiring the next generation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as, um, so yeah, I, did, I don't think, uh, but it kind of, it kind of worked well because it led me to a different route to, to, to take music, take up music for a while, um, which which was great, which probably we'll probably come on to in a bit. But then, yeah, after I kind of been in the music game for about four or five years, um, I, I kind of wanted to do something else to kind of take my mind off that sometimes and to find another sort of hobby or creative spark. Um, so then I just started, I, I went to a, a life drawing class um, with a good friend of mine. And and then, yeah, like I fell in love with 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 doing it but I wasn't able to capture what I wanted so I, was, so I just thought you know there must be a way to be able to do this um, and I'd always drawn as a kid you know for fun and stuff um, but I'd just never taken up the the sort and I'd never taken it up seriously um, I did I never sort of realised my potential um, Would you so also just, say on the back of that that it's not really a thing that's on a syllabus to think it's a career? Yeah it's like it never crossed my mind as that when I was when I was at school I, I, I did go down the academic route a little bit in terms of like history and, and English language like I, I did history at university um, and then was doing music on the side but I think there was always something there that, that made me want to to go back to drawing and painting like it's, it's it was something that took me back to my childhood a little bit because I used to do it it's one of my first memories is sitting at like an extra sketch or something and just messing around with that and it's like I think if you kind of connect with that with that in a child I think it, I don't know, it's kind of um, enlightening in a way. So I just fell in love with it. And then I studied it as much as I could. I bought every book I could on classical painting and classical drawing. Um, I watched as many um, videos I could online as I could online. Um, and then just practiced every single day, drew from life as much as I could. Um, and then, and then yeah, I went, then I went to Florence for about six weeks um, because my main dream and my main goal was to, to um, study there for three years. But the, 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 the cost and... Um, yeah, the, the the sort of I was, was I wasn't able to do it for that for that amount of time. But luckily, they put a, a six week um, intense workshop together, and then I just 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 went over there and and carried on learning. So, when you're in Florence and you're at an intense workshop like that, do you get time to actually see the place, or is it strictly invested in obviously developing? Um, on weekends we did, but I tried my I tried my best to be able to um, study as much as I could while I was there because I knew I was only there for a short space of time. I thought I've got to make the most of it. I've got to make the most of studying here. Um, so I did. So it was Monday to Friday at the Florence Academy of Art, and we did um, nine till seven every single day, literally drawing from life and painting from life every single day for that amount of time. Um, and then on weekends we could work on our own projects. Um, we we also had a, like a, a tour around different museums um, while we were there. Like that was part of the part of the intensive workshop. So we got to see that included into the into the course. Which is a um, cool way of merging the two. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I mean, if if I if I I'd love to go back again to be able to do the things that I didn't do, and there was plenty that I didn't do. So well, especially a place like Florence, which is you know steeped in 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 tradition of of the arts, you know, from the Renaissance onwards. Like, could you almost tap into that energy when you were there, into that spirit? Did it feel very very significant to the art? Definitely, there was a complete. There was an atmosphere there, like without a doubt. Um, and there's all these sort of classical ateliers and studios cropping up all over Florence now, and there's sort of like a resurgence for this kind of this kind of painting and this kind of artwork again, um, to be able to sort of draw from life, which was and, and and do it well as well and do it realistically and able to achieve 
um, you know, that sort of intense realism, I think. Like, there's definitely, it's definitely becoming popular again now. Um, and it's, it's great. And yeah, without a doubt, like Florence says, you know, you had like Da Vinci, like kind of grow up there and everything. So it was, there's, there's the Uffizi Gallery, um, there's Michelangelo's David, obviously. So they're the giants in, in it. And, and yeah, there's so much to learn from going there. So. Do you feel it accelerated your development in that six weeks? Absolutely, just by just by joining from life every single day and being forced to do it and having some um, amazing tutoring and, and, and teachers there who were you know at the top at the top level, um, be able to sort of look over your shoulder all the time and, and push you on to that next next stage. Whereas, you know, I've obviously learned things that I wasn't able to to grasp on my own. Um, it's important to have to have the teachers there just to kind of see the things that you can't see in the beginning stages. Um, and you're learning, you know, you're learning difficult methods. Um, so, so yeah, and you're around the students that are studying full time there as well. So they're giving you advice and tips. Um, did, but it's just down it, to. Sorry, go on. It's just down to experience and drawing from life all the time, and you find your own way and your own path, you know. So. Did um, it did it also reassure you with your own sort of level by being around that, and you know, you're getting advice and tweaking it, but you're also keeping pace with these people who are so devoted to it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I was a bit, I was a bit nervous before going. Cause, um, I, I knew I was going to be studying amongst, you know, the best of the best, really, in this in this field. But like, the reassuring thing was everything that I'd been learning three, four years prior to that. Um, like, I was able to do quite well while I was there, and it was just kind of going on to that next step. So I, it, it gave me loads of confidence. Um, like, as soon as I came back, I had you know commissions to work on and. Um, and I was yeah working with other, on other projects and meeting up with other artists and painters like around here now. So it's been it's been really good. So you said it was what the fine Florence. What was what was the school uh, of the, the place? Florence, Florence Academy of Art. Yeah. So so if it was the Florence Academy of Fine Art, no. If so, Florence Academy of Art. But if mm. it was the Florence. No, <laughs> I tried to make an acronym that was going to be far, and I failed. Uh, mate, next time, next time. <laughs> this is how comedy comes through. Like Florence, I had Florence at real time. Right. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> but no. So, do you, do you feel there's a proper community that's uh, around here then? I mean, yeah, like over there, there definitely is. I only got a little taste of it by by being there for such a like short space of time. But it helped me, like, when I came when I came back, having been there for six weeks, I was able to kind of, like, source out the people that I thought might be interested in it. So um, I did a couple so you, of little you, words. Did you sort of look to mould that community then? Um, I think it was already there. I think I was just trying to become a part of it. I was trying to to trying to discover it because it's, it's, I was very new to it, and I am kind of still new to it. So, um I'd, but I'd, I'm passionate about it, so I wanted to try and first, you know, find the people that are doing it, and then find the people that want to do it as well, and then just try and go from there. So it's it's very early days for me, but um, it's it's good because I'm meeting a lot of people and learning a lot of new things, and it's good. Yeah, it's going really well. Um, I'm, I've also done like a couple of short little sort of informal workshops at places like the Tetley and um, the Art House in Wakefield, which are just like you know beginners level, but there's definitely um, um, a want for that sort of sort of drawing and painting now so and then yeah. you you also did uh the workshop in 
the Rivers Rivers Art Cafe, is it? Yeah, Rivers Meet in Methley. Yeah, I think Rivers you... Meet, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where you sat for me, didn't you, I think, on one of the sessions. <laughs> you know what, right? So uh, I was speaking with uh, Brander uh, yesterday just by message because he's going to be popping on, being a guest. And um, Quality. we were both on about how therapeutic it is. And it's yeah, crazy yeah. to think that because you got, uh, for me, I know I, mine and his experiences were, were quite different, but for myself, I'm sat and there's like 16 people staring at me, like painting and stuff. And like, I'm talking, but I've got to keep me, me, me head like still. And the funny yeah. thing is, is like, I really love awkwardness. Like I really like, that's where I thrive in awkwardness. So yeah. I, I was like, this is like another level of awkward like this is really like intense awkward like because then it'll go quiet and everyone's focusing and it's like i can't say anything to break the awkwardness here i've just got to like swim in it so it was, it was really bizarre but you could tell that people really took to it and one, one thing i really loved is like i love seeing my friends or my peers and people around me when they find a vocation and then they go into like aiding other people with it I love seeing like your skill and your growth and your levels at it. And I really mm. loved your assuredness. You had like a, a real gentle authority with it. Do you know what I mean? It was like, mm. it wasn't authoritarian because it's not that sort of world. But, <laughs> you know, you were walking around and you were giving good critiquing. And if people had a good like question, you'd be able to respond to it. And it, it was just really accomplished. And I, I, I think when I was sat there, that's what was like the thing that I was noticing in that deeper awkwardness i was like i don't want to mess about here it's his class and he's doing really well and i that was the like the respect of it no definitely i think like what was what was interesting as well was that that course that you sat on i think was one of my first ones like one of my first workshops um and you know because i've never like properly been to to an art school in terms of like long-term study or had formal training like i've just developed my own way of of interacting with people and 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 the skills that I learn, um, I like to kind of, you know, give to others as well. So and it was a really nice group and everyone's there to have fun as well and and obviously learn something new. But it's just getting the di dynamic right and you know it changes with different groups. Like some groups will be more vocal and and energetic than others, um, and some will be kind of a bit more quieter within, within themselves, which is fine. You know, both ways. It's just kind of learning what 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 works best for each for each group. Um, but you know, it's 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 you know, especially from your perspective as well, for sitting for the first time, I can imagine it being quite a quite a surreal experience. But then you get into like a meditative state, don't you? And you just kind of really enjoy it. And it's different when you're working in groups with the with the model, and then when it's sort of like one to one. So when I when I work with with people and and, and paint them from life, it's very different than what it is with the group because I can I, I like to interact with the sitter and and have conversations. Um, and learn about them, like like you know you mentioned James Brander earlier. Um, that that was great fun. I think we had about three days, about four or five hours each day. Um, and you know we'd, 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 we were friends and all that before, and we'd, we'd we'd meet each other on nights out and all that kind of thing. But after that, like I just I learned so much about him, and he learned so much about me. And for me, that's the best thing best thing about it. And 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 you look back on that experience, and you come out with a with a painting um, on top of it as well. So. Um, yeah. When you um, have different groups, how yeah. do what's is there a difficulty in because it's a complete new new set of people that are coming to you? 
Like, is there a difficulty in managing that sort of group into levels of expectation that they may have? And obviously, how you're wanting to teach it, them embracing that? I think, um, you know, everybody comes a little bit nervous because they don't know what to expect. Um, but, you know, the more I've done, I've been, I've been doing these workshops for about two years now. So I've gained a lot of experience in how to do it. And I used to sort of, um, I don't know, adjust my, my methods like around each group. But then I've learned not to do that now. Like I've got to be a bit more um, sort of assertive in, in, in the method just so they trust me as well. And we don't go that far. Like we're only working in charcoal so, um, and chalk. So I'm not like, I'm, I'm not teaching super advanced stuff. I'm just teaching and, and like kind of explaining the, the absolute basics on where to start um, and how I started in terms of drawing from life and, 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 and the portrait as well. So we talk about like, um, you know, proportions and light and shadow and, and, and form and, and transferring that on like, you know, trying to achieve that illusion on, on a two dimensional piece of paper, getting that three dimensional form and just different things like that, which are difficult, but, um, but yeah, you know, like I say, it's it's kind of just having a set a set method for each workshop and making sure you stick to it, and then they have trust in you as well. And then, and then it's but yeah, the main thing is to have good, to have fun with it as well. And 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 like it's quite a therapeutic thing is drawing from life. Um, and that's what you know I want people to get out of it. I want people to to go away feeling like they've achieved something, but also like kind of step out of the the rest of the world when they're in that two hour session. You know what I mean? And just just really soak it all up and just and just draw. So. Do people give you a reason to why they signed up onto the course? Is the varying reasons? Is it because they wanted to get better at art? Is it a community element? Is it, you know, do, yeah? Do they do they point out why they've signed up to it? Um, yeah, lots of different things. Like each thing you've just mentioned there, like people just want to come and meet new people and have fun. Um, some people are really serious about it, but don't know where, where to start. Um, some people are starting from the very for the very first time in, in, in terms of, you know, they've never have drawn before. Can that be difficult to gauge when you're teaching because you've got people at different levels? Yeah, a little bit. But like I say, again, it, it just comes with experience and not treating anybody differently um, and trying to make sure, you know, I, I give everybody like my equal attention and, um, and yeah, so just, just being aware of that and what different people's sort of levels are and experiences. But just making sure that you know I, I, I treat everybody the same and, and and pursue it in the in the same way. Do you have to? This is going to be a proper random question, but like, do you have to do any stretching or anything with your with your arm and your wrist because it's in constant use all the time? Um, not 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 really. No, I mean, like in terms of my gen, genuine um, like fitness and exercise, I'm pretty pretty bad so i'm not doing enough yoga or stretches while i'm while i'm in lockdown to be honest with you um but i mean it is i am stood up all day so it can be quite a physical it's not very physically straining at all but obviously you need you do need to keep like in good shape and, and heat health eat healthily because i just you know with like with, with with anything really just kind of keep your mind constantly I engaged i wouldn't know if uh, because you use it all the time it gets locked up or anything like that mm -hmm. nah no, i've never had that i hope not <laughs> so but, you know, 10 years, 20 years time. <laughs> and then, so can you describe the different um, ways that there are and the different tools? Because you mentioned there the workshops that you do are more charcoal-based, but when you're doing the live drawing, I think that's more oil-based as well, isn't it? So which which ones are you more, well, which ones are you versed in, well-versed in to, to be able to do different styles? 
Um, with the workshops, it's just charcoal, um, basically because it's just it's just much easier. And in terms of logistics, like we only have two hours, two and a half hours on a, on a Monday night um, for six weeks. So, like to go into the to, to the complexities of oil paint within that time would wouldn't be wouldn't be doable. Um, but at home, um, and you know, when I'm working on my own projects, I, I try and, and paint as much as I can. Um, that's purely just because like it's what I enjoy the most, and I feel I can. You know, I want to explore as much as I can. Um, but yeah, oil paint and charcoal, and that tends to be like on based around the sort of like cl classical traditions and traditional ways of painting. So I went back um, in terms of my own study, and I was looking at 19th century painters like John Singer Sargent, um, and a lot of like the earlier sort of like Renaissance painters, like you said, um, and then um, yeah, like Dutch Golden Era, like Rembrandt, and putting those, getting those sort of like ideas together. Um, and then I looked towards like a bit of the impressionists, like you know, like um, Monet, Renoir, in terms of colour, um, and then trying to combine those elements in my own way. It's still like you know very early days, and I'm still trying to figure things out. But I'm just trying to soak up as much as I can, and and just try and get much as as much experience under my belt as can as I can. Um, obviously, it's quite difficult at the minute because I can't paint anybody from life because you know we're in isolation. So. <laughs> um, yeah. I saw you put um, Sky Arts did something that helped you in that in that respect. Yeah, like if there's anybody like listening or like you know will be watching later who wants to sort of like just have that community like feel again in terms of drawing and painting. I just want to do something for the fun of it. Um, Sky Arts do um, a virtual painting session every Sunday now. The first one was on Sunday, but it's like a four hour a four hour session with the celebrity sitter. Um, and the the, the, the sitter yeah, is, is live and you just draw him and, or paint him um, and they have a professional artist there um, working as well at the same time um, and then you just paint along so I, I just set, set up my television and then just plugged it into my laptop because it's uh, streamed on Facebook on the Sky Arts page um, and yeah just, just painted along for four hours and it's great because they're having like interviews with um, the presenters that usually do it as well and Tyson Schubenberg and um are kind of giving like your tips and, and advice along the way. Um, so it was it was fantastic. Like it helped me out because I had I was in a bit of a rut for the for the week, just kinda of getting a bit fed up. And then, you know, as soon as I did that it was like, ah, um yeah, kinda got that spirit for it again. Um which is which is fantastic. And um also I'm 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 in another sort of group as well, um, with a few friends. Uh, that we're doing like a virtual meetup every two weeks and painting, painting along together. So we just try to do as much as we can to to keep sane in this sort of time, you know. You mentioned before uh, some of the inspirations that you went back to. Do you think that that also fulfills the allure and the love that you had for history, which I didn't know that you you studied at uni. So does that combine the two worlds as well? Yeah, definitely a little bit. Like. Um, I studied I studied history at university at the time because it was strange. I was I was sort of pushed into it at, at school because I did okay in it. Um, it was not necessarily a, a massive love of mine, but you know it was it was an interest. But obviously the, the main passion always came back to came back to painting. Like I remember until I found painting, I was going to do a masters in social history, um, which yeah, the social side of history is what in, what like kind of interested me um, when I was. Um, at university my, my dissertation was on the teddy boys and like 50s and 60s subculture and all that kind of thing um so from a social perspective yeah yeah it is definitely um an interest um i haven't explored it yet in terms of combining history and painting 
Um, but it definitely helps in my own research. You know, the sort of skills I picked up from studying history, you know, I was able to um, take with me and, and use and, and, and learn um, from, from in that way. So, uh, Which uni did you go to? Uh, York, St. John's. So, uh, great place, great. Yeah, I lived there for, for three years. Um, and it was amazing, amazing place to live and be. So I'd definitely go back there, you know, maybe when I'm older, I might retire there if I can get, get a little painting, painting shack or something like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool, like a painting and coffee shop. Perfect, I mean, that's a dream. Com great, the, you know, the best combination. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when did the music sort of come about then? Um, when I was about 18, I joined a band with my brother and um, a few friends, Jack, Tom at the time, and then Nathan, um, and then now a guy called Mitch has joined, joined the band. Um, so again, I, I never studied music. I never, I never did music um, sort of formally, but it was a, a, you know another passion. So I just pursued it and did a lot of songwriting. Did a few gigs and we did all right, and then. Um, Put that on hold a couple of years ago, and then but now now I've been in isolation. I've written written more songs in the past month than I have in two years, so um, <laughs> it's exciting. So like yeah, I've got some got some plans going forward. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty pretty buzzing with the with the with the songs that we're writing at the minute, um, and the and, and the ideas that we're getting together. So it's it's just nice to have that um, refreshing feeling with it. And I think going to to painting and going to art just helps me take the pressure off the music a little bit and. Just kind of, I bounce between the two all the time. Like I'll have my guitar next to me while I'm painting, and, and if I, you know, if I'm getting tired of painting, I'll just pick up my guitar and and just try and have a play along rather than it being sort of structured and pressured. Um, and it keeps me in a creative flow all the time as well. Like I constantly feel in that flow, which I kind of struggled to get into. I think when I was a bit a bit younger. One thing I really admire about you, and one thing that's definitely coming through this conversation, is you are a true artist. Like. I mean that in a sense of you don't let anything get in your way as an obstacle. So with the music, for example, it, it felt like it wasn't really in the domain that you wanted it to be. I remember you did like a farewell tour at the Brood and Ellen. You're almost ready to not walk away from it from a sense of the love and you'd still play, but almost like leave the band on hold almost because you wanted to step into this art world and it's like, it's, you're not doing anything for the for the adulation. You're doing it because you want to develop yourself specifically mm. to get better at the things that you've invested your time in and love. And I really love now that because the art is sort of not leading, but it's the one that you're leading with, that now music's yeah. starting to come through and you'll probably see your best material made from it because it's not that, that as you say, the hook of the pressure of, when are we going to tour? Are we in studio every now and again? And there's other bands that are doing so and so. And why aren't we? And you know, like all the all the adverse pressures that really take you out of your state. With you being such a true artist, because you've removed that, I think the music will have a real semblance to that. Definitely, like it's it's like in terms of pressure, it's it's it's, it's all it feels like that weight's gone, you know now. Um, and I think it's it's hard when you're a bit younger because like you know there's there are pressures there with, especially with social media you feel like you've got to be doing something all the time and like creativity doesn't necessarily work like that I, I find and you can't force things um and like you know I felt like things were rushed at, at certain times and um now it, it's it's great because I feel like I've got all the time in the world and I can just really like focus on you know the music that we all want to write as a band 
um, without kind of having to please anybody else, um, without having to run up against any release dates, um, without having to worry about money too much because we we I mean we're just trying to do things on his own at, 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 this, at this time. Like we're not going out fucking money out on on PR or press um, or other avenues like that. You know we just we just gone back to the very ba- basics of it all. Like when we were when we were younger and starting again. Like it just feels really fresh. Just getting into a room and writing and, and writing songs is is what it's all about. Like and yeah, all those sort of things that come with it have seemed to have sort of disappeared for a little bit, which is yeah really invigorating, I suppose. You can see behind me there's a couple of brothers there who are in a quite successful band. What's it like being in a band with you, bro? He's <laughs> an absolute nightmare, to be honest. <laughs> nah, he's great. Like, um, you just have to kind of realise sometimes he's a much better guitarist than I am, and I just have to kind of accept that. Like, <laughs> rather than wanting the guitar solos or anything like that, and he's just got to accept that I'm a better singer than he is. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you all you learn you learn your roles, don't you? Um, <laughs> but like in terms of we we do. We get on really well, to be honest. Like we don't, we don't. I mean, we bicker for the sake of it sometimes, but only because like we're passionate about things. Um, I mean, probably the the rest of the band will tell you otherwise, um, and and probably get wound up by us kind of yeah, just bickering now and again. But it's nothing drastic, like, um, and it's never been that much of an issue. You've so. got you've had a solid base of your band now for a while, haven't you? Like, I know you just said you've added another person, but other than that, it's pretty much been the same lineup on it pretty much yeah yeah it's like it was it's been me mitch and jack have been the main sort of like body of it um and then nathan joined around 2013 and they stuck with us till then um and then mitch the the drummer joined about 2015 16 something like that um but yeah, it's not it's not been a lot of members, you know, jumping in and out. We've, we've, we've tried to keep it quite solid because we're such good friends as well. And I, I think that was the thing when it came to um, putting a little cap on it. We didn't want to kind of like break break it up and, and end it because we felt like there was still something there to do. Um, but it was just nice to, to kind of, we, we were found, we found that we weren't necessarily being friends though. You know, at the time mm. we were kind of like, um, the, it was sort of getting on top of us. We thought, you know, let's just, just, just leave the band for a little bit and get back to being friends again and then pick it up in a couple of years' time. So, Was there a proper conversation when that was apparent? It's like, you know what? Because obviously the friendship's the first fundamental, important base of, of anything, really, beyond mm. if the band wasn't to come back, just for you to still be it, civil with one another and be friends is obviously of highest importance. So was yeah, the fractions that were happening and it were like you know what like i think we should just take ice like do you remember that conversation and were it a difficult one that you all had to have yeah i mean it just built up over time like it, it was like over a period of like six or seven months like rehearsals were becoming becoming like a chore like we didn't want to go to rehearsal anymore on a tuesday night um uh, it would just it just became really like draining and um, because we weren't kind of getting on but so yeah, it built up to that, and we just kind of realised that yeah, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna stay as friends, which is the most important thing, like we need, we need to leave this to one side for a little bit because it's 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 kind of getting in the way a little bit. Um, but then now, like you know, two like I said, two years aside, and then back to it again, um, and it's just it's it's like starting again. Um, Did you all good. feel that void? Did you all feel the void of missing the music? Because obviously you're still around I'm... one another, but you're not in the band essentially. 
But yeah, like at first it felt nice just to step out of it all, like and, and get out of his heads a little bit and just just have a bit of a breather. Because like for like seven or eight years we were constantly at it, you know, trying to do something. Um, so it was really nice just to step out of that for a little bit. Um, and then yeah, it kind of felt like a weight off his shoulders. Like, um, and then we just we, we didn't do anything for a few months. But then you start getting that itch again. You start seeing different bands performing live, and you're seeing some of your favourite bands performing live, and like now I'm even I'm desperate like I'm more than ever to get back to it but it's so frustrating because it's impossible to obviously because we're in isolation so but like now I realize you know how much we all miss it so um so yeah we'll definitely be going to get be getting back into it as soon as as soon as we possibly can probably we're open for around October um time but obviously that might change depending on what happens with this um of this quarantine and stuff but as soon as we can like we'll, we'll be back so do you remember preparing for that farewell gig? Um, it was a bit of a blur. I think like we put, we had a mixture of songs because we'd done songs that we'd released with the opera comic, and also a few that we released with Carnivals that we that we felt also fit into the set. So it was like you know, there's a couple of tracks here that we enjoy playing. Um, so just because we we did them under a different name, you know, why we'll just play them anyway. Um, it was it was kind of a um, a sad thing because I've met a lot of my, my friends like through playing gigs and just, just all the time like meeting new people um, so to have everybody there in, in a room like that you know was 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 yeah it was quite sad but also nice that people like kind of cared a little bit as well um, but you know everybody was always kind of really supportive throughout the whole throughout the whole um, time so um, so yeah it was just kind of like um, but again, once we did it, it, it went really well. So it was a nice release, and it went well. Um, and it, it, like, it didn't feel like a, a complete end either. Like we, we knew in the back of his minds that like, we're going to be doing it again at some point, whether it's like a couple of years or five years or whatever. We'll be doing it again. So, um, so yeah, I think we're almost ready. But <laughs> under what name will you be performing? Are you still going to be opera comic? Or are you changing it up again? We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, I mean we. we we're writing and recording and then we're going to decide what kind of vein they fit under, whether they'll fit under anything we've done in the past or whether we need to create something new. Um, that's, that's the beauty that we've had, that we've found in, in just getting into a room together and writing without any, without, without any like umbrella there to put it underneath. Mm. Um, because it doesn't kind of, it doesn't shape the, the songs in any way. Um, like it just, it just comes naturally. It's a lot more authentic. Um, and we're not trying to fit a certain sound or, or a certain image or a certain genre or anything. We're just writing, you know, what, what comes authentically and, and as naturally as possible. And I feel, I feel like that's where the best songs come yeah. from. Well. I respect that as well, because it feels like you've all been through it all together. You're still the same collective, but you've also grown together through it. So the music yeah. you're creating now will still have some, like, some... some remnants of what you was making before because you all know how each other play but in the inspiration of music you've heard over that time and the free nature of it it'll be cool to see if after this you bring any of the previous songs back or if it is just a clean slice i think like um in the new stuff we've been writing there's definitely definitely a combination of the two elements there in terms of the two bands that we had like the the sonics of the opera comic are there and maybe the, the sort of like more upbeat optimistic songs of carnivals are kind of there so it's combining the two in that sense um and and even some like you said some of the old songs we've started to revamp a little bit as well which has been fun um not trying to do not trying to suck the energy and life out of them but just to because we've 
we've become better as, as, as you know, as musicians, just kind of making the songs better. Um, but yeah, we've got like a, a great, we've got a great repertoire of tracks now, I think, um, that I think I'm happy with. But like the problem with me is like, I'll write a song, love it. And then a couple of weeks later, like despise it. So <laughs> kind of like a bit of a battle sometimes. And I suppose the final few from me then are, um, would you like to discuss the project that you were on with before lockdown and, uh, you know, the the interest in that that you have, the one with the, what you did with Brander and what I was fortunately looking to be a part of in that? I know, I've not, you was going to be sitting for me this mo next month, weren't you, in May? Yeah, yeah we rearranged it, so I think like 12th of May or something. Yeah, it's 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 frustrating because I was just getting started with it. You know, I was telling you about the ideas. I was really excited, but but yeah, I was ready to sort of like get an exhibition together and a, a selection of paintings um, of people because I've I've been involved in like sort of like the creative like industry for so long. Like I've met so many amazing sort of like artists, musicians, like poets, actors, writers, and I just wanted to kind of get a collection of that and and, and like make a celebration of that. Um, so I started off with yeah I started off with James Bond obviously like an incredible an incredible singer um, and an amazing voice and and yeah I started, started to reach out to different sort of creatives and independent artists and stuff like that and then um, I reached out to you and, and we we're hopefully going to get to get to be able to do it after the, after all this but um, yeah, I'm hoping to get as many as I can maybe twenty thirty paintings together um, and put on an exhibition somewhere in Leeds at some point. Um, but it's that's sort of like a bit of a a distant distant sort of dream at the minute. But we'll see. Is that something that um, you always wanted to look to do? Was reach to uh, the exhibition side of it? Yeah, because nothing. It's, it's something that I haven't done yet, um, and I need and I need to do it. Just you know, it's, I'm put I'm I'm posting a lot of my work on on Instagram and online and stuff, which is fantastic because like there's a great community there and everybody gets to see your work as well. But you know. You see in the work like tiny, whereas it's you know it's it's thirty, fourteen pieces of work, and people need to be able to see that sort of scale as well, and sort of see see things in, um, you know, from life. So um, just to be able to sort of, and also be able to sort of determine my own style and voice and vision as well. Um, in terms of painting, I think putting an exhibition and a collection of works together, I'd be able to sort of get a theme together and be able to sort of create something that's that works together rather than individual pieces of work i'd like to create you know a collection of works that, that all work as as a, as a full piece as a cohesive so. sort of story yeah yeah definitely definitely that's what excites me you know creating something like that is it hard to jump from one painting to another or does that give you a bit of freedom as well and autonomy over if you sort of feeling a bit done on one and you've been looking at it for so long you want to freshen it up or do you like to finish mm. one and then go to another piece um i feel like i used to be in the mindset where it's like i am started one piece i need to finish it before i do anything else but i felt that was quite like restrictive in a way because like recently i i, I worked on a painting of one of my friends and i she sat for me from from life for a couple of days before before all this and then about a week ago um, I, I picked the painting back up again and worked on it. I've been having learned a lot of new skills and and been you know reading a lot of different techniques. So I was able to sort of improve the the piece from that. So I think it kind of just depends what the intentions are with it as well. Um, but yeah, I think also sometimes if you're painting from life, you've only got a short amount of time. Um, 
to be able to get to the end goal. So sometimes I like that freshness and vibrancy there in the paint as well. So I tried to capture that that energy and 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 um, consciousness at that time rather than trying to overwork it too much. It's just kind of getting the balance right, really. Um, Do you find that with live that you 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 sort of set yourself a window? Yeah, and it's just kind of becoming a, a learning game, really, trying to figure out what works for what time. Because I'm like I say, I'm still fairly new to it, so it's all down to experience. But I'm starting to pick up, you know, I'm starting to get into a flow now and, and realizing what works for me in terms of my sort of style and stuff. Like, you know, I like to try and achieve a lightness as much as I can and try and try to achieve that sort of realness. But I also like the paint to be really fresh and thick and bright and vibrant. So um, that's kind of comes with painting in a short amount of time as well, which I'm starting to, um, you know, gain a lot of experience in. So, And that's what, that's what excites me as, as well, seeing that paint there, like, and seeing that brush mark. Like, you know, it, it has each brush mark, you know, explain something and there's a reason behind it and i don't want to kind of get rid of that by kind of overdoing it mm. so again is that something difficult knowing when to leave when to leave it yeah yeah definitely like and then that comes with just experience sometimes but i think the the time i know when to leave something is when i'm just messing about going back and forth like you know and making silly mistakes then kind of that's telling me to, to kind of just leave it be for a little while where, as a massive uh, Spongebob fan, one of the uh, <laughs> greatest quotes came from Squidward, and he says, what he loves about uh, a canvas is, a, a, a paintbrush and a canvas is that at that moment in time, he can create anything that comes to him that the universe wishes. People say it's for kids. That's some of the deepest stuff you've ever heard. But is that how it feels? Like, the, 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 the process of just looking at a, a, cam a blank canvas to then creating it, it must be such a majestic magical like feeling seeing it you know come to fruition and be created oh definitely it's exciting and um having that sort of vision in your head um and then you know seeing that take form is is incredible but it never turns out as you as you do view it in your own mind so which is like the most frustrating thing um but yeah like you know it's always it's always an optimistic feeling, an exciting feeling, standing in front of in front of the cameras for the first time, and then you know having the model there and setting setting the lighting up, and then you know setting the kind of playing with fashion a little bit as well, and and you know having fun in that way, you know seeing what you can create and and, and just do as much as you can. So. Perfect. Would that's, you like to? Oh, sorry. Go on. Next, you mate. Like it's gonna be. Uh, <laughs> I, I think you said you wanted a what was it like a bottle of Jack Daniels or something in your hand. Mate, you know I've got like a proper get up for ours, man. I'm telling you, I'm gonna be like coming to America vibes. I'm going like because Quality. this is this is some proper regal like where it's gonna when I've won my Grammys and that it's gonna be above like fireplace and stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's proper like. Mate, they'll be bidding for it. They'll be bidding for it everywhere. Mate, it's sick. I can't like when you were like, yeah, you want? I'm gonna pay me. I'm like. Yeah, like hundred percent, mate. Like and with the eight painting or something like that. You know I mean, so I'm like, I'm going in. Me, I'm telling you, I'm getting full on leopard print. I'm I'm going in, bro. Like leopard print and Jack Daniels and making sure my hair's not this naff at minute, mate. That's yeah. that, that, nah, you're not it's getting that. You're like, not getting that. bright pink. I remember you had it like intense pink, didn't you last time? Yeah, well, that's it. That's how I hook people into doing the chat. I'm like, oh, do you want to be yeah. on loose lips? And I send you a flyer, and it's got like me all like pink hair and that neon pink hair yeah. Like, oh, yeah i'm gonna look on that that looks me <laughs> company bill murray side bits coming out man perfect like Dr. Mate. Bateman. love it i'm gonna have to invent a new pigment for it i think a new color to be able to capture it 
<laughs> yeah, the before and after, like the start movement, <laughs> like it were, and then colour it all the place. Yeah. <laughs> but would, would you like to let people know where they can, you know, if they're interested in joining any of your courses and like mine, likewise, if they've got any commissions or out where they can find you? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, most of the information I post up on my Instagram page, so just what it is now, um, Luke Thompson underscore at. Um, so, in terms of commissions and stuff or, like, projects or anything like that, there's my website link on the, um, under, my, under my bio. Um, in terms of workshops, I mostly do them at um, the Art House in Wakefield and um, the Tetley in Leeds. So, you're probably best following following their Instagram pages or websites because they, they, they'll always post up all the workshops up there but i'll post them on mine as well so you're a good man you stay safe and cool man and uh yeah enjoy the painting with your sky arts and that brother and then I'll once all this best, is mate. done and once all this is done i look forward to that bottle of jack mate i'm telling you it's, it's gonna be sick it's what's keeping me going mate getting through all this having uh, having that as the end goal after this so yeah. look forward to it pal you're a good man stay safe and stay cool yeah i do mate take care man Take care, brother. Peace. All the best. Sarah. You too, man. Oh, say all right to your brother as well. Say all right to oh, I will do it. <laughs> <I'll end up. laughs> I came back just to say that. I was about to cancel. I was like, no, no, say all right to your brother. <laughs> I'll let him know, mate. I'm buzzing. <laughs> Chatting with Luke Thompson there, an amazing artist. Definitely give him a follow, and if you're wanting any commissioned work, definitely reach out to him because he's a definite artist on the ascendancy with his creative gift. If you're new to this, this is Loose Lips. I'm Ben Random. I chat with a wide range of people from different walks of life, getting them to tell their life story to look to inspire optimism and inspiration through this time. So if you want to see the back catalogue, feel free to go on YouTube and put in Pop Cult Chic, and you can see all the interviews that we've done previously. I'll be coming back in 15 minutes to speak with my next guest, Kaylee, who is a actor, singer, and absolute whirlwind of creative energy. So join me at six back on my Insta for that chat. Other than that, peace and light. See you and yours. <laughs>